0: Toleration, be the
1: love.
0: Before pride and exaltation, be the love. Be the love. You are listening to Be the Love to Awaken Our Souls. We are souls on the journey, and our mission is to awaken all humans to a higher state of consciousness and live vibrantly as spiritual beings.
1: this is Nicholas David Man. Namaste. My name is Nishtula Joy Davey. This is Ron Interpreter, and you're listening to Be the Love Podcast.
0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Be the Love to Awaken Our Souls. Thank you so much again for tuning in this week. I'm Stacey
1: Musial. And I am Brenda Carey. And we are your co-hosts and souls on the journey. And this is our segment called Speak the Love. We would like to thank our Patreon supporters for allowing this weekly conscious conversation. And we are so grateful for all the support we have received with monthly donations on Patreon, the five-star written reviews on iTunes and Spotify, and the connection within our Awakening Souls Facebook community. We are on a mission to raise the consciousness of humans and the planet, and we need your help. Please spread the word to your family and friends and join us every week. And if you like what you hear, support us in a way that raises your vibration to love. And if it feels safe for you, I'd like to begin by inviting
0: you to take a moment to get centered with us. I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a beautiful cleansing breath in through your nose. And out of your mouth, releasing anything that is keeping you from being present. And take another deep breath in through your nose, breathing in calm, peaceful, loving energy, and breathing out anything you are ready to release in this now moment. And take one more breath in through your nose, breathing in light and love for yourself. And imagine breathing that light and love and send it back to all of humanity, remembering that you always, always have your breath to come back to.
1: So wherever you are joining us, wherever in the world you are, if you are in the Northern Hemisphere, um, as of this recording of this podcast episode, we are entering this beautiful season of fall. And honestly, this is probably one of my favorite transition times this late summer to fall season. Uh, There are just so many what I call sacred messages within the changes that we see um, externally out in nature, like the aspen leaves are turning this amazing golden color. There are these like rusty colors outside. Some of them are even kind of a pinkish tinge color. It's getting drier and colder. There is more darkness. And there's so many, I think, themes and messages that we can take from this time of year. So if you are listening and in the northern hemisphere, uh, please gift yourself with some time to go outside for a nature walk and really connect in and see how these messages from the external world of nature are also being reflected inside of you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, for me, I absolutely love this time of year because it is a, a real beautiful time to, you know, connect with nature and the messages it has for us. Because when we tune into nature and the energy of it, you know, it's really about a time to Well, one, go within, right? The weather is starting to change. It's getting starting to get a little cooler and going within internally, but also starting that process of winterizing. And so we're focusing, you know, within our inner selves and, you know, starting to look at what are those things within us that we want to let go of? just as the fall leaves are falling to the ground and plants are starting to wither away. And, you know, the time of also harvesting and the fruits of our labor from the summer, the active time of year to this beautiful place of letting go, the plants are letting go of their harvest. We are reaping that energy and, you know, recognizing what those things within us that really need to be processed and and let go of, because I think it's sometimes we get into that place where, you know, we're still wanting to go, go, go. And that is, you know, I think a cultural conditioning, but when we really tune into nature, we can receive those messages and work with the nature and what it's really trying to share with us.
1: Yes, I I so agree. You mentioned, you know, our society, uh, at least at this time of year, I almost feel like there's a push and a pull. Like I want to be pulled into this slower, darker time to draw more inward, which the season of fall is clearly showing all of us. And on the other side of that, though, is a I don't mean everyone in society, but just kind of like society's pace in general is still revved up. And and it's I'm wrestling actually with one thing that I am currently letting go of is this idea of that there's not enough time. And it's interesting that this is coming up because I look, At society and the fast pace and the momentum at which it's moving, but yet I'm experiencing my walks in nature as being a time to slow down. I mean, we're given more hours of darkness for a reason because we are designed to rest. And if we push, 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 like society keeps telling us to do, you know, instant gratification, keep going, keep reaching for the next thing, this idea of time becomes just really. Oh, I don't know what the exact word is, but kind of almost I misunderstand it to a point of I feel this tug like, oh, I really want to slow down. But yet there are so many things that I want to do that I somehow believe I don't have time for when really the reality of it is, is there's there is time for everything that really needs to get done in this season. Mm -hmm.
0: Absolutely. And I think culturally speaking, you know, there's this concept or this idea of, you know, seasonal affective disorder. And and that's where a lot of people start to get depressed or, you know, feel that depression setting in, you know, with the seasons. But I really think that it's an opportunity to take time to see what's coming up. You know, I think that's a message for our inner selves to say, okay, what are these emotions? What are these thoughts? What is no longer serving me in this time and space? And to really reflect on that, you know, rather than labeling it as something negative, because this is a time to, you know, express those emotions. I know for me right now, a lot of things have been coming up, you know, and I'm feeling a little lull in my energy and it feels darker outside and and that really affects me. And I'm still carrying and and moving through some grief over the loss of my, my dog who's been with me for 12 years. And so for me, that's, you know, something that I'm currently working through and letting go. But of course, you know, I have to honor the grief. And I think it's an important reminder that we get to feel the emotions that are coming up for us, no matter where they're coming from, or no matter what they are, and an opportunity to to really sit with those and allow them to be what they are, acknowledging them, loving them, and moving through them. Because we can't get over anything, right? We have to move through them. And even though it feels like it might take a lot of time, you know, that time will pass. And as we acknowledge them, you know, that's when the true magic will happen to help us really get through them. And yeah. I think we, you know, it's important to
1: to honor that and take time, especially during this time of year. Absolutely. That moving through and at a pace that doesn't rush or that doesn't feel like we're glossing over or bypassing some of the emotions that we do need to process. And I, and you said you mentioned about how time, you know, this does pass. And as we mentioned before, in its own divine timing, we do move through those emotions. And as that letting go process, I, I think there's this misunderstanding that letting go is like a one-time deal. Like yeah. you let it go and then it's done. And I would, I would definitely disagree with that. For me, there's layers
0: mm.
1: of letting go. You know, it's letting go of one layer of whether it's grief or another emotion or my relationship with time, the not enoughness, which is probably even a not enoughness related more personally than just time itself. And as these, I feel like as these layers are sort of being worked through, I'm creating more space. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, I think for me, that's the the beauty of this releasing process is as I shed old beliefs, old layers of who I used to be uh, or what I used to believe, I'm creating space to create something new. And sometimes I think that that tends to get a little overlooked it's part of the manifesting process we can't manifest something if we're still hanging on tightly to an old belief system that doesn't align to what we do want to create mm-hmm. so i i recognize that in the fall season like yes it's a time to let go in the best timing mm-hmm. and i'm creating space for the next healing journey absolutely and you know you you mentioned layers
0: and healing is a layer there there are different layers you know so you might experience you know shock right or you know anger sadness when those those come in layers and so really being able to tune in and feel those layers and then you know layers can also emerge new insights. And so you might have new insights as you release some of the emotions or you know, because emotions, again, are energy in motion. So when we release the, that energy, you know, we're coming into new insights and new awarenesses and we can bring those forth to create, yeah, like you said, new beliefs because beliefs also carry energy, right? And so what's, what's mm-hmm. the energy under those belief systems. And as we clear away that energy, we are going to be able to not only form these new beliefs, but it's going to be energetically aligned and connected with our truest truest self in this moment, right? So that's the energy that we're going to be able to carry forward when we're in that space of timing, because it is all timing, right? There's no... Uh, linear fashion to this. It's very exponential and very, can't think of the word I'm looking for right now, but expansive.
1: Yeah. Or circular (laughs) even it's yeah. Like not linear. And I think that's shown with us with the cycle of seasons, Mm -hmm. you know, fall shifts to winter, which shifts to spring, and then we're back to summer. So it, it is kind of a cyclical, feel mm-hmm. to it. I don't know if that's the word that you were looking for, but that's kind of how I almost visualize it in my mind instead of linear. Absolutely. Yeah. Cyclical, expansive,
0: you know, becomes, you know, this outer layer that becomes part of like who we are rather than, you know, I have to get from point A to point B, which is how our
1: Western cultural mind has right? yeah. trained us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So true. Yeah, I got to get to A to B, the quickest way possible with the least amount of suffering and trouble. And, you know, that's just not always how the human experience goes. And so when I do find myself, I'm not going to say stuck, but feeling maybe stagnant in some of those Mm -hmm. lower vibrational energies or emotions, that's when I do look to nature for I don't know if it's necessarily specific answers, but just more like impressions. Mm -hmm. And so I've noticed that this transition, like even my self-care practices have changed to connect with this fall energy. So usually in the summer, because it's lighter and brighter outside longer, like after dinner, I would go for a walk because it's still light outside. And so I I called it my like kind of a walking meditation, but I didn't have like a destination. It wasn't linear. So it was just more of like a stroll around my neighborhood. And that was a part of my summer self-care practice. Now, honestly, by the time I get done with dinner, it is like pitch black, although great for stargazing. So I have Mm -hmm. been being more mindful of looking for constellations and just like really connecting in with the cosmos and remembering that I, too, am A piece of this, you know, great cosmos, great divine. And uh, so now I'm more indoors. And so I've started up doing like an evening meditation practice. Uh, That's maybe like yoga nidra or something to kind of help some of the mind chatter that I've been experiencing throughout the day. So even my self care practices that I normally do are shifting to accommodate what feels more natural to this season of fall.
0: Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's important to to shift our practices with the seasons and, you know, to listen to what our body wants, not because something has been super structured, you know, and and I can get into that mindset of being really structured and wanting to do that. But when I start really tuning into nature, and what it has to show me, that's where the magic happens. And as I sit here, I, <laughs> there, 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 there's this really big spider um, that is crawling <laughs> on, it was crawled down my wall and now it's on my desk. And it's so interesting. It was on my wall the other day and I was working with a client and I was kind of keeping an eye on where it was. It looks like a pretty big spider. It doesn't have, I don't think it's a black widow or anything, but it does look like a black widow, but it doesn't have the hourglass. <laughs> but I just like, you know, look at this spider and, you know, also kind of reflect back, okay, this is nature coming to me, hmm. right? What is this message that this spider has for me? And it's just showing up, you know, in this beautiful way. And, you know, working also with the fear within that, you know, and so I find myself, you know, at first, like, really, you know, this, this fear, but then also looking within to what is that about? And so, you know, I think it's important to look at, you know, how our natural tendencies are to maybe look off path and, you know, fear what nature might have to share with us and Mm. to be open to, to that change and, you know, looking inward. That's just another example of looking inward at the messages of the spider and that, you know, how it's
1: coming to me in this moment. Yeah, I love that. So hopefully you find that spider before he or she. (laughs) finds you (laughs) it's right there looking at me (laughs) okay well it's just joining in on the conversation reminding us to be present and yeah and that she's there but it's so interesting how you bring up yeah what does nature have to show me and so often when I do when so now I'm not walking in the evening so much uh in in the summer as I normally do so it's during the day uh, where I get to really see all the changes around me, whether it's the the grass or the the undergrowth plants as they're getting drier and it's getting colder outside. And I feel that on my skin, like mm. my skin is getting drier. So I know that my insides, because what's ever on the outside is going to be on the inside as well, is also getting drier so i'm trying to remember mm-hmm. to hydrate more and we're craving more like for me i've got my you know hot tea and i have that now almost all day long as opposed to just in the morning you know when it's cool and i think when we do tune into that and remember that in order to help balance some of the dryness and coolness that we feel of this fall season we balance that with more moisture like internally, like drinking more hot fluids. And I love warming spices like cinnamon and ginger and cardamom. They just help bring that more internally. And it's a great time to get into like squash and pumpkins and all of those just really grounding root vegetables that are so mm-hmm. good uh, for this time of year when we do start to feel, like you said, like the fear Um, or anxiousness that sometimes change, any kind of change, even good change, can bring up for us. So remembering we can balance that with some really grounding practices, evening meditation, uh, root vegetables, things that really help us connect into the earth when we feel a little too much, you know, fear or anxiety around transition times.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Well, I think that's really
0: an important, you know, point what you made is, you know, there because because there is no separation between without like outside of us and within, right? So it's really important that we recognize that the out outside is really a reflection on what's happening within, you know, and yeah, eating with the seasons, right? And like recognizing that when we eat with the seasons, we are also being grounded. Right, mm-hmm. so when we're eating more root vegetables, think about the roots going into the ground, you know, and, and the vibration that, that that carries and that we can really tune into that that energy. And I think where, you know, those root vegetables are mostly harvested, right? When it's in tune with nature, those are in the fall. And so we can really tap into to that energy and and ground ourselves while we're also working through the energy of letting go of what we need to in those moments. And yeah, it is a time, like I love like, you know, sitting in a warm, cozy place bundled up in my, you know, PJ's reading a book and drinking some warm tea or something, you know, that's warm and soothing for me because that is the natural rhythm of of the season.
1: Yes, very much so. Natural rhythm. And I do think that when we do become more in tune with nature, we begin to experience that natural rhythm, circadian rhythm that is, you know, not only we see it outside with the change of seasons, but also our personal season. Like maybe someone is going through a lot of change, like a fall season, regardless of what actual season Mother Nature is in, we can feel those seasons and be really influenced by those internally. So I would definitely encourage listeners, like if you've had a routine or a practice for a while, but it's just not feeling like you're aligning with it well, or it's not serving you as deeply as you would like, be open to maybe shifting that. I know some of us do get kind of stuck in, well, this is the routine that I do you know, every morning or every evening or what that might look like. But being open to what is nature possibly showing you with this time and season of more darkness Uh, less light, more dry and coolness. Maybe it is a time to get cozy with yourself and offer yourself some warmth and love so that when, well, as we move through winter and we get into like a deep restoration, almost hibernation time, and then we get to spring out, hopefully come March or April, um, that we've had a good amount of rest time because uh, we're not meant to push on the accelerator all year long. So, receiving the gifts and the slowdown of this beautiful fall season. Yeah. And to validate that for ourselves,
0: right? Because we are conditioned to feel like we have to go, 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 but really, you know, tuning inward and allowing ourselves, giving ourselves permission to slow down. And because when we come out, you know, on the other side, you know, after the winter months, we can have that energy, we can have the fruits of our labor and, you know, spring into springtime and plant our seeds of growth that we've gone through over the fall and winter months. And, you know, just the natural ways of nature and You know, as I I continue to look at the spider as it's crawling around my space, it, it really does remind me of, you know, the grandmother spider. And there's an old myth or, you know, fable, whatever you want to call it, that the grandmother spider is, you know, a very sacred being. And she, you know, she weaves her web in a way that you know connects all things and all beings and you know we can do that too but we really have to look within and you know really connect with ourselves and so we can better connect with others and weave our own webs you know into our the level of consciousness into our mm. consciousness
1: i love that i love the story of grandmother spider <laughs> mm-hmm. And if you are interested in Stacy's book, Your Empowered Soul, A Natural Pathway to Healing Anxiety and Depression, you can find that on Amazon. And I offer holistic lifestyle coaching. I've got a free video series called Journey to Abundant Energy. You can find that on my website. All of our links are in the show notes. Please check those out. We'd love to connect with you. And thank you for listening to Be the Love
0: podcast. If you've enjoyed listening to our show, please share the love by sharing it with your friends, giving us a five-star written review on iTunes or liking us on Facebook. And please consider supporting our mission to awaken our souls with special guest interviews and speak the love conscious conversations with your co-hosts, myself and Brenda. A monthly donation of $2.22 or $5.55 really helps us with the operating costs of this podcast so we can continue to spread the love to contribute visit our patreon website at patreon.com forward slash be the love podcast and stay tuned for more episodes being released on mondays and thursdays at 5 a.m mountain time